Shalom Aleichem. Welcome to Tune In, the Yiddish Book Center's podcast. I'm Lisa Newman, and today I am in visiting with Ori Shulovitz, a Caldecott medal-winning illustrator and author. Born in Warsaw, Poland in 1935, he began drawing at the age of three and never stopped. The Warsaw Blitz occurred when he was four years old, and the Sholovitz family fled. For eight years, they were wanderers, arriving eventually in Paris in 1947. There, Yuri developed an enthusiasm for French comic books, and soon he and a friend started making their own. At 13, he won first prize in an all-elementary school drawing competition in Paris's 20th district. In 1949, the family moved to Israel, where Uri worked on a variety of jobs as an apprentice at a rubber stamp shop, a carpenter, and a dog license clerk at the Tel Aviv City Hall. He studied at the Teacher's Institute in Tel Aviv and at the Art Institute of Tel Aviv. At 15, he was the youngest to exhibit in a group drawing show at the Tel Aviv Art Museum. At 24, he moved to New York City, where he studied painting at the Brooklyn Museum Art School and drew illustrations for a publisher of Hebrew books. One day, while talking on the telephone, he noticed that his doodles had a fresh and spontaneous look, different from his previous illustrations. This discovery was the beginning of Uri's new approach to his illustrations for The Moon in My Room. Since then, he's enjoyed a very long and wonderful career illustrating and writing children's books. A retrospective exhibit of his work is on display at the Eric Carle Museum of Picture Book Art in Amherst, Massachusetts, adjacent to the Yiddish Book Center. Welcome, Uri. Thank you very much. So you began drawing at a very early age. I wondered if you'd share a little bit about your childhood and your love of drawing. Well, you pretty much, uh, uh, you know, your introduction was pretty much uh, giving a picture, an accurate picture of my my life. Uh, As far as drawing, actually, I even started uh, even earlier than three, if you can... Uh, take into account when I was in the crib, I began to decorate the wall with uh, abstract expressionist decorations. Wow. Uh, and I, I, did, I, I did continue drawing. I did not stop. Of course, uh, during the war, when there were shortages of everything, including paper and uh, colors, uh, etc., I was, um, uh, any kind of scrap of paper I could find, I, I used to make drawings on. Uh, for charcoal, I used a half-burned stick of wood. And for colors, I used uh, green leaves, you know, for a semblance of green and uh, for some color, some flower petals, which I squeezed on top of the drawing. So you extracted the color from the actual plants? Well, I, I, I wouldn't call it extracted, but I kind of squeezed it onto the paper. Wow. But actually, I mean, you know, it was only a hint of color because uh, it wasn't very uh, very intense. But anyway, I tried, and, and I kept going until I was able to, uh, um, you know, to actually have uh, real art materials. And uh, what was the other part of the question, please? Um. Where did where do you think your love of drawing came from? Was it something? Did your family? They must have been very supportive. Um, yes, they were mm-hmm. very supportive, and uh, they praised every single thing I did. And I actually, I uh, I wish that they would uh, give me some helpful uh, hints 
which they didn't. So I was actually craving some, some criticism and not only praise. But anyway, uh, where, where did my, my, uh, my uh, love of drawing come? It was natural. I, I think I was born with it. I mean, it is true that uh, in my family, I mean, both my parents were actually talented. My father was, was a very fine uh, draftsman. I mean, self-taught. He did not study. And my mother also, she would make little sculptures, you know. And, and when we were in Russia, she made little sculptures of, uh, of some crumbs of bread because, you know, they used to put in a lot of uh, water into the bread, so it was kind of almost like a... Uh, um, it was almost well. Anyway, it was kind of very malleable, and uh, one could actually make little faces or animals, which he did. So she was talented too. Besides, in my family there were some painters. One of them was a well-known painter in Poland, uh, Moshe Mendel Appelbaum, mm-hmm. who was well known. And then there was also a cousin, uh, Pinchas Perkal who was also a painter. So it kind of ran in our family. That's wonderful. And how you were born in turbulent times, um, and I'm wondering how your early childhood informed your work then um, and probably, in, you know, later in life. I, I, can't, I can't really say exactly that, that my early childhood it was, was reflected in my work um, I don't know. I mean, I don't feel that this was really, uh, not directly at any way, at any rate. Um, I mean, when I, when I did my, my, my two only autobiographical picture books, the first one, uh, How I Learned Geography, I mean, that certainly was directly, uh, influenced based on memories from especially one memory in particular uh, of my childhood. And the other one, uh, when, I wore, uh, when I wore my sailor suit, actually took place in, in Poland before the war. Uh, what it did give me, I think, is really the experience. And it's something which I've lived through. So when I had to do a book, on a subject in any way that was reminiscent, uh, if not on, on my experiences directly, but at least on some background that I was familiar with, such as, say, if I illustrated a uh, Russian tale. Um, I used to speak Russian quite well, and I uh, was reading Russian. I read Russian fairy tales. And so I was, and I, I, I was familiar with with the Russian people, so that I could actually give it something that was very personally experienced, rather than only relying on on reference material, uh, namely uh, photographs, uh, pictures, and so on. Uh, does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, and. Um Many illustrations of yours have been included in translations of um, Yiddish children's books by Isaac Bashevet Singer, Sholem Aleichem, and I.L. Peretz. I, I wonder, do you speak Yiddish, and can you tell me about those works and the collaborations? Uh, I do speak Yiddish, I read Yiddish, and I can write Yiddish. 
since I am not using it a lot these days, so it's not as uh, my reading is not is is, is 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 kind of a bit slow. I grew up in a house of uh, with my parents who were uh, Yiddishists. In other words, they were steeped in the Yiddish language and in the in Yiddish literature. So, although at the time when I was a kid, I did not read. Yiddish uh, stories, but I, I I did speak Yiddish, and I still do. Uh, let's see, th- there was something. And and else. and how did you come to illustrate the books with? You know, as I, I mentioned, Isaac Beshevet Singer, Shalom Alechem, and Il Parrots. I know that you worked with. Right. Did you work well, with, okay. directly with them? I'm sorry. Did you collaborate directly with them, or with the publisher? Well, let me let me uh, start with with the uh, with the two books by Isaac Bashevitz Singer. One of my editors was Elizabeth Schub. She was the daughter of uh, uh, I forget the name of her father, but he was the the most uh, prominent and famous uh, critic of Yiddish literature, and uh, all the Yiddish authors who were in New York and the United States, used to meet at their house. And so, actually, Elizabeth Schub was uh, a new Isaac Bashevis singer since, since she was a little girl. And uh, she actually told me about, about the story well, let me retract a little bit and tell you um, a, a little bit more, um, which is not only about me, but uh, I was friendly with uh, Maurice Sendak, and he had told me how much he admired the uh, the stories of Isaac Bashevis Singer. And Elizabeth Schub told me the, about the first picture book that Isaac Bashevis Singer has written after making many attempts at children's books, which were not uh, good enough. And that was Lot of the Goat. And uh, so I, uh, I could have illustrated the book, but since uh, Maurice was, uh, was such a big admirer, so um, I told him about it. So that's why he illustrated that, uh, that book. Then uh, Elizabeth told me about another story, The Fools of Helm. And I loved, I loved the story, and I did illustrate it. And apparently, Singer was very pleased with my illustrations. And actually, I did get to know him, not very well, but I did meet him. And he also, at the time when I was teaching, he also came and was a guest at my workshop. So later, when he wrote the golem, he actually asked for me for me to illustrate the, the golem, which I did. So this is a story about the books that I did uh, of Singer. And by the way, um, Elizabeth Schub did a translation uh, with Singer. Mm-hmm. Now, the other one, that uh, the one by Sholem Aleichem, um, Hanukkah Geld, or Hanukkah Mani, came about that uh, Elizabeth and I, we discussed about, I wanted to do a book about Hanukkah. And uh, I don't remember whether she had found the story. And actually, we, illust- we translated it together. 
um, and I illustrated it. Uh, of course, I wasn't fortunate enough to meet Sholem Aleichem, but um, I want to tell you also that actually the stories of Sholem Aleichem were very popular in Russia among Russians. You know, there were some, mm-hmm. a lot of translations into Russian. And um, the story by, uh, by Peretz, um, I, was, uh, I was familiar from, from school, actually. And so that's how I came to illustrate it. And I actually used the Hebrew translation. And then I, uh, I wrote my own words based on, on that story. So you collaborated with the editors um, both on the imagery and, to ex- no, I and on the words. Oh, okay. No, with the editors, I, I did the work myself. You did, okay. Um, so there must be, you know, there's there are Jewish roots in your work. Can you speak about that a little bit? Well, I thought I just spoke about it. <laughs> Some. Um, I mean, do you well, think that you, in, in, in terms of your style and some of the references, et cetera, do you think the imagery is, um, would you think of it as distinctly Jewish? Well, uh, let me put it this way. I am very much familiar, you know, with with, with Jewish life in, uh, you know, because I lived through it. I mean, both uh, before the war and then during the war and then later on. So my work, you know, when it comes to Jewish stories is, is, is very much a, a natural outcome and outgrowth of, of my knowledge and background. And I, I'm curious, how was it to put together or to make the selections for the retrospective at the Carl Museum? Actually, the curator, Nick Clark, mm-hmm. would uh, make trips to New York City, and uh, uh, and we w- would go over the uh, the pictures, and uh, we selected uh, the the pictures that are now in the show. And this was actually a pretty lengthy process, and uh, Nick worked very hard on it, and so did I. And he would he he made the numerous trips and it's kind of uh, as far as I can remember it took about well through the entire year in order to come up with with the selections and then also there were some other things I needed to prepare so actually I've been busy with the retrospective all this time and uh, which prevents me from getting back to my uh, regular work you know working on some more books. Well, it's a, it's a wonderful show, and um, for our listeners, the, sh- the exhibit is Tall Tales and Short Tales, The Art of Uri Shulovitz. It's on exhibit at the Carl in Amherst, Massachusetts. If you'd like to get more information about it, it is March 14th through June 14th, 2015. For more information, you can visit Carl, C-A-R-L-E, museum.org. And thank you so much for visiting with us today, and thank you for the work, which is just uh, it's an incredible body of work um, that we look forward to your next book. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. And we look forward to seeing you when you're in the neighborhood. Thanks again. Thank you. You've been listening to Tune In, a production of the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. To subscribe to this and other podcasts, visit our website, YiddishBookCenter.org. Our producer is Sarah Bleichfeld. I'm Lisa Newman. 
Be well, be healthy, and tune in again soon. Mm -hmm.